do, do, do. How does our music go? <laughs> Not like that. What's <laughs> <laughs> it going like? <laughs> My oh, it sounded God. like the, the closed show. Why do we always start the podcasts like actual Are we morons? Started? Oh, yes. hello, everyone. <laughs> Hi everyone! Welcome to well, episode. I forgot the numbers. 18! Is it? Well, we can always count. That means we can drink are. for 18 now. <laughs> We're of legal consented oh, age I'm for not podcasts. Consensual. Sure oh god. <laughs> oh god. Um, and what is this? We're back in my car. We are oh, back hello. in your car. We're getting weird looks. We're getting people. really, really fucking weird Just looks. Just wave to people. But anyway, welcome to this episode well, 18! Welcome to episode 18! How are you? Oh, I'm so good. How are you? I feel like I haven't seen you for ages. I literally saw you about 24 hours I've seen ago. You. <laughs> I feel like I've oversaturated now. I've How reached saturation rude. point. Very rude. You know you. that point where you're like. It's just enough now. You run out of chat and all we do is make noises at each other. <laughs> yeah, but that's why we are friends. Anyway. Yeah, I've stopped understanding the noises. No, they're fun. Our voice notes are the best. <laughs> I might compile them and put them in a podcast. That would be the weirdest thing. Surprise. Like alien a surprise for you. And what are we drinking today? Well, I am drinking a Jimmy's iced coffee. coffee. Yeah, sis, me too. Cheers to that. Thanks, Jimmy's. They actually sent us loads. Very kind of you, Jimmy's iced and coffee. And the best thing is that they do, uh, well, it's not a specifically vegan option, but it's dairy free. And. The best thing is they also do a non-dairy free <laughs> non dairy free, which is what you're drinking. They're very good. And I'm drinking the um, dairy free latte. It's so delicious. They are good. They're very good. Um, um, and where are we, sis? Well, we're on the Great Portland Street. We're on Great Portland Street getting very weird looks. We're around the corner from Cycle. I haven't just been. You haven't been? No, but where have we just been? We've been to, what's it called? The Wigmore. The, the Langham. Oh. Yeah, the Wigmore. <laughs> Same thing. Oh, Wigmore. We've been to the Gin Plymouth Garden. Gin Garden. We like a gin. I think we've, we've been to a lot of gin gardens well, we in were, our time. We were going to go to the Wigmore to have a gin, and then it said there's a gin garden. Then we went. So to we the just gin went garden. there. I won't lie. I had the, the most, most dis- disgusting cocktail. So I had to switch to champagne because I couldn't. Also, FYI, as a caveat, I have only had one drink. Because I obviously were in my car. Yeah, now you're so on the coffee, are, so it's cancelling pe- out. People think I'm going to be drink driving, but I'm not. You're allowed no. one. You're actually allowed two. Are you allowed two? I think so. Oh <laughs> I should God. be the highway code. <laughs> 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 I, should... <laughs> I should have really checked that before you asked can me. Can we actually talk about the most exciting thing that's happened since before then, before we get into the top ten? Which is where we were before we, uh, we went to the gin garden. We Pratt? <laughs> we went to Pratt. We went to Pratt. Uh, we went to House of Fraser Luggage Department. Oh god, right. I don't. I don't know why you're mentioning that. Because on the I think it's really amazing. We're not sponsored by House of Fraser. We're not but, sponsored by House of Fraser. But, but House of Fraser. I just bought. If you're listening. The most gorgeous cabin bag. I mean, it was nice. <laughs> it was Moving on swiftly. Um, so yes, we're on Great Portland Street. Oh, there's a cyclist. Oh, is it Uber Eats? Let's get Uber Eats to here. your car. Oh my God, let's let's, get, car. let's get Uber Eats to your car and see what happens. Okay, let's do that. What are we going to order? I fancy sushi. I fancy something with lots of dairy and meat. Oh, we're not having it in my car. Um, we're going to do another quick fire top Very 10. Very quick fire car round. Yeah. Who's going first? I think you're going first. Am I? Yeah. That's nice. 
Yeah, so I'll start. Go my, on then, you start. My number 10 Da-da-da-da. is... Oh, thanks. I forgot about our jingle. You know, one day we'll actually have like proper jingles. No, the jingle will be that. But just no, it's in crap. Al- I want to do that, but speed it up to Alvin and the Chipmunk. <laughs> 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 My, <laughs> my number 10 is um, the Forbes richest celebrities oh because I love I love I love reading rich lists wait hang on so how does Forbes release like where how does it work because they I'm, do it don't every don't ask me that I just don't know I just read it but and like, salivate do you over have the money. to have worked in that year or is it like what is it well funny you should say that because number two number one is Floyd Mayweather who I don't really know he's obviously a boxer of some kind but number two is George Clooney who racked up last year 239 million dollars he didn't do anything Ex- exactly he went to the royal wedding that was this year well, maybe he got pre And you don't get paid to go to the royal wedding. <laughs> Can't imagine the queen. Oh. Um, Kylie Jenner's number three. Yeah, but she's done a lot. £125.5 million. Pounds is that worth. what she's made in the year? In or the year. Worth? Oh, is it the year? I think that's what you're worth. <laughs> Hang on. L- made more money last year than any actors across a 12-month period. How? I don't... He doesn't do anything. He's not even in films. I honestly, I can't tell you. But who's number one? Number Wait. one is Floyd Mayweather. No, Two is George Clooney. Three, Kylie Jenner. Four is, is Judge Fucking Judy. Judge Judy. One hundred and ten point eight million pounds. Is she a real judge or is she an actress? No, she's a judge. She's a real judge. Ah, uh, that is baffling. Is this one hundred and ten million pounds? Is number five me? Um, no Kind of You look similar Oh my god It's Dwayne The Rock, the Rock. I really fancy The Rock I really don't Have you seen The Rock Have you seen that Those memes That are like Dwayne The Rock Johnson Dwayne No The Paper Johnson <laughs> And then Dwayne The Scissors Johnson <laughs> No They're the funniest memes I'm going to send them to you Send them to me Um yeah, Forbes Richless is a good one. You two, number six, eighty-nine. Coldplay, number seven, eighty-seven million. I mean, I can understand Coldplay because eighty-seven million. They're on so many adverts in a year. Oh, there's a, some footballer we can spread. Ed Sheeran, eighty-three million pounds in one year. Ed Sheeran is he relevant? Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, we know Ronaldo. We know him from the gym. Um, so yeah There's lots of rich people Wow I just can't get over Judge Judy And I've got to say I know this is segueing. We like to segue um, I've been watching Judge Judy recently Vintage Judge Judy And I've got to say oh, what year? 2010 Oh classic They replay it all the time Classic Judge Judy year. It is so good She is What happens just... on it? It's just Jeremy Carver with a judge Yeah Have you never watched Any of those judging shows? I mainly watch Of those shows I mainly watch Sally Jesse Raphael <laughs> I mean uh, <laughs> Vintage and that's not a judge. I, love I mean, like the judge ones. Oh no, Judge Rinder's amazing. I don't have a telly. Oh yeah, you don't have a telly. This is a Mormon. Right. This is a Mormon in real life. Everyone. Mormoning isn't my number one. <laughs> what are we on? Number nine. Yeah, well, I've only done one. So hurry up, will you? <laughs> number nine is. Do the jingle. Oh, da 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 da. It is really, really good Middle Eastern restaurants in London. Oh, because... We went to one the other day. We went to one. So we went to Delamina, which, I mean, we couldn't breathe. 
It was literally. We couldn't, we couldn't speak. The yummiest food I've had for a long time. It is so good. So Delamina is kind of Israeli, Middle Eastern y kind of fusion y. The food, like, there was like date syrup and tahini and like. Oh! Do you remember that cauliflower? Oh my god, it was divine. It was so good. It was so good. Everything was tasty and like the aubergine. Anyway, Delamina, it's the sister restaurant to Stratton Clark. It's just opened uh, just off Monument High Street. It's really cool. It's really chic inside as well. It was really nice. The waist was really nice. The decor was really nice. It's amazing. I had some kind of rose drink that I literally orgasmed over. I had Vionio, which is what I always drink, and it was a yeah. really good one. <laughs> we all know you have Vionio now. Anyway, um, the other one is Rovi. What's that? Where's that? Rovi is the new Otolengi restaurant. Oh, I've read about this. Which is on Well Street, and it's really good. Is it? I have Same only kind tried of cuisine. More sort of like Israeli Middle Eastern y. Mm. Um, yeah, it's really good. That sounds really good. Really good. And the other one is one that we've mentioned before, um, I think, but it's Honey and Co., which. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Honey and Co. is amazing, and it still remains to be amazing. And Honey and Spice, if you've not been to, is their deli, which is just off Warren Street. Yeah. And nice. It's just really cool, and they're just really lovely people. And they make cake, and they make really, actually, really good cake. So, yeah, Middle Eastern restaurants having another. Another, another resurgence. Moment. Well, that's a good one. You should all go to one that we try. What was it called again? Delamina. Delamina. And have the aubergine. The aubergine was so good. Um, on to number eight, people. Number eight. <laughs> Thanks for that, sis. <laughs> that was a lovely little jingle. Oh. Um, I'm just people watching now. This is such a good on spot. On Great Portland Street. She's just been selfish. What did you buy? Ask her. Pull she the window down. What did you buy? What did you buy? Do you know what? We should actually start doing that. We're what? Heckling s- people we're on Great Portland people. Street. Stop this one coming towards you. Oh, God. Um, anyway, my, my number eight is... Okay. You know when Trump was in the in town to see... And she and he met the Queen in Windsor? Well, yeah. I'm not happy about it, but So yes. there's lots of things going around about the Queen throwing shade at Trump by wearing certain brooches. I mean, I love this. I am in love Broach with this story. Shade. Brooch brooch shade. shade. And there's a Twitter user, Samira Nitter, at Samira Nitter, who apparently unveiled the information. So, okay, so the theory is that the Queen's brooches had yep. some secret hidden yes. shade messages. She wore three. I love this. Consecutive okay. days. Talk us through So, one. day one. So, I'm actually reading this from the Marie Claire website. Day one. Queen Elizabeth wore a brooch given to her as a personal gift of friendship by former President and First Lady Barack and Michelle Obama, <gasps> which they literally purchased with their own money. That is shame. It's like when your friend dumps a great guy for an awful one and you accidentally call the new one by the ex's that name. That is... I mean, that's very political. Isn't it? Right. See, I love how the Queen is, talks politics, but through her medium right. of accessories. Okay. Second shade brooch. The next day, when she met... Um, with Trump for tea, Her Majesty swapped that one out for another brooch originally handed out by her mother, who famously wore it for her father's state funeral. I mean, is is, is that a message? Well, it's basically saying let's just kill the bastard. Right. Um and what was the last one? And the third brooch on day three was another special gift to the Queen, this time from Canada, Britain's Commonwealth country and ah. ally, but not exactly Trump's number one pal. So I think that that is probably very true. I think it's because, because when you, you are the Queen, every single thing you wear makes a statement. A statement. 
It's like when Melania wore that coat on the, when she was like, oh, it didn't mean anything. It's like, well, of course it meant something. Well, it quite clearly meant something. Everything you do when you're in a position of power like that means something. But you know the Queen You has... can take a shit and it means something. Oh, but <laughs> like... when the Queen takes a shit, what does it mean? <laughs> it means gorgeous. <laughs> um, you know the Queen's got a secret language from um, what she does with her handbag. What? Yeah. If she places a handbag down by her feet, it means something. And if she places it on her lap, it means like, get me out of there quick or something. <gasps> and if she opens it like twice or something like that, it means like, oh my God, like I need a poo or something. Oh. Like, all, all these different things. Are you being serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not about the poo, but definitely about... Wow. We'll, we'll talk about it in our next one. I'm on Queen podcast. Shade. Yeah. So, queen Shade, but the actual queen. Shade. I am here for that. Yeah. Um. Right, the next one. And we've talked about this a little bit. And it's 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 driven by my new out of nowhere bizarre body confidence, and it is swimming. Oh, (laughs) swimming, 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 going swimming, going to the pool, swimming, swimming. Right, swimming. All right, I'm going swimming now. Okay, Um, number six. I'm talking about this. You can talk about it. I'm not sure what you're actually going to talk about. I'm swimming and it's good. Well, it's... I mean, it's... it's. Sorry, I'm opening the window because it's very hot in here. It's very heating up. Um, okay, talk to me about swimming. Well, this is actually... Because you like spinning. This is a reason to talk about something else. And it is to talk about the fact that... We talked about this the other day, that I've bizarrely had some weird... Like, mid-life overcoming of body dysmorphia. And you know, when you told me this... I left you and I was thinking, do you know what? That's quite amazing. I, so. It's like, you know when you they say you reach an age when... You it, just you, don't give a shit. Usually it's I about 60 or 70. There. But sis has done it. <laughs> Almost 35. Sis has done it half so, the age. Okay, here's where it comes from. So I had the most amazing holiday with my parents in Crete and swam every day. Yeah. And did not give a shit about... Taking your top off. No, which I have... My entire life. Oh, I don't. I, I still don't take my top off. Five years. I still don't take my top off. And I reached this kind of point where I was like, "Do you know what? I I'm just know gonna get my boobs out. I have complete disgust at my own physical body. Stop but it! I don't care. Don't be ridiculous. So the reason that it's actually yes, it's all about swimming, which is also fucking amazing because it's so meditative and you don't think about anything apart from breathing. And you can't go on your phone halfway through and be like, oh, that's so true. Um, so I'm really into swimming, but what it is is that I've got over my body. Just wear a swimming cap. No. <laughs> and do you know what? Where I'm going? So I'm going to Marshall Street Pool, which is the really gay, amazing. Now everyone's pool. gonna go and find you. Come to Marshall Street Pool, uh, just off Carnaby Street, right. which is like this amazing. It's not like a gay ad for you. It is. Anyone wants to date me? I've got, I've got no body <laughs> But. The, because it's quite basic in terms of its changing rooms, you basically get naked in the oh changing God, rooms. I can't cope it's with a this. non-cubicle shower situation, right? And so, we don't have to listen to your sexual. No, I'm not saying it's sexual. I'm just saying. Anything. I'm just saying. Well, listen. I think not having any body hang-ups or losing them at an age is amazing. I'm still waiting for mine to happen. And it's not that I don't have them, it's just that I've just learned to not give a shit. But that's amazing, sis. It's quite a long time. I mean, you're only 34. You're only 40, aren't you? Fuck off. Um, I think it's amazing. So Anyway, I body, congratulate the you. end of body dysmorphia. If you can get there, great. If you can't, I feel for you. <laughs> with you. On your side. You feel with me? I'll feel you out. 
this e. My God. <laughs> right. Number. I can't remember the number. Number six hundred seventy-five. Yeah, go on. Um, is sis, you're gonna die at this one because we don't actually know each other's top tens, top fives no, until, we until we actually start recording. My one is Camp Chandeliers. Oh my God. Can I tell you why I've chosen this one? As in. For campsites or camp as in camp. <laughs> campsites having chandeliers. Oh my god, the new thing. I would go to that campsite that had a chandelier. Is it that? No, it's not oh, that. Right, okay, fine. It's gay chandeliers. Oh, gay, fine, fine. gay chandeliers. Gay okay, chandeliers. I was trying to be co- more, you know, PC. Fine, fine. Anyway, fine. I, this has come because I'm showing you now. That's unbelievable. So a friend of mine tagged me in this chandelier. That is quite breathtaking because. Not only is it absolutely humongous, but it has one, two, three, four. It has six pink blown glass flamingos. They are quite amazing. Atop the chandelier. They've all got their like breasts out. They've got their like, breasts out. They're like standing. They've got like nobody dysmorphia like you. Um, Where's that? So this was is designed by um, a, a, I think it's a bespoke um, lighting company called Rocco Borghese. Oh my God! What in Venice? Yes, yes sir. Actually, blown grass. Blown glass. And what is more fabulous is that this one is for Sophia Webster's new That's London store. Hang on, I feel like we've seen some very amazing chandeliers recently. We have. We saw one in House of Hackney. Oh my god, House of Hackney, those lamps with... Yeah. With the, like, the serpent, like, bases that have got, like, super fringy. Fringy. They're so oh twee. Oh so good. And They're also, so this sounds really funny, but um, out where we live in, in, Hart- in Hertfordshire, they've just built a new house on the main road. And it's a huge, 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 huge house. And I walk my dogs past it every morning, and there is the biggest campist chandelier. Oh, I love a chandelier. That literally runs through the whole centre of the staircase. I fucking love a chandelier. I really need one. I need this flamingo one. I love them. Do you know what I love? I love really industrial properties that have, like, really vintage chandeliers. I love that. Also... I love that. We have a mutual love for Liberace. Oh my god, Liberace! And if you I, see, it's if you on Goog- right now. It's on BBC iPlayer. Oh, is it here? Through the candelabra. If you Google Liberace's house, you'll see that he had, I think, a chandelier in every room. He's so good. Probably with piano. And the Wigmore, where we just come from, has got a massive chandelier. Yeah, oh chandelier. my god, and, and chandelier's right. Chandelier. From now on, I will only be visible to humans under chandelier light. Wearing chandelier earrings. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging from a chandelier. <laughs> In chandelier, chandelier is such a funny word. While you're swimming. Anyway, on to our number seven thousand six hundred and forty-two. <laughs> it is Cremont. What? Cremont. What's Cremont? <laughs> Cremont. Cremont. Yeah. It's champagne. What? That's not from champagne. Talk to me. Basically, champagne is. A really specific region and a really specific type. You've been there, haven't you? I've never been to Champagne. I thought you had. We've been to Cognac. Oh, same thing. Oh, uh, yeah, same old. Um, but basically, there are parts of France and Switzerland and Germany and elsewhere where they make Champagne using all the traditional methods of Champagne with grapes that are even better than champagne sometimes. Yeah. But the only difference is it's not actually physically in champagne and that's called Cremant. So Cremant is not a brand. No, no, no. Cremant is It's like a type, type of drink. Of sparkling wine 
that is labelled as a champagne. No, it's no, it's not. You can't label it champagne. Champagne can right. only come from champagne. So it's like it's got the prestige of it's champagne. Got everything that champagne is, except it's not champagne, and it's half the price. <gasps> so Sissy. if you see a Cremant de Bourgogne, which is a Burgundy. Could go and buy bottles or of bottles a Cremant de Loire, which is from the Loire Valley, or a Cremant de Alsace, which is the best one. Oh, sis, you're blowing my mind. But it's basically amazing. So, you sound recently, like a proper foodie now. I was in uh, Luxembourg with my friend Jules, who I know is listening. Hi, Hi Jules. Jules. And we went Cremant tasting in the Alsatian Valleys, and it was amazing. That's quite amazing. But Cremant is having a massive moment because people have realised it often tastes better than champagne and forgive, it's half the price forgive the ignorance but you know I'm not a drink person what's the difference between Cremant yeah. and Prosecco Prosecco is Italian and is also Prosecco is not produced in the way that champagne is produced because Prosecco has the bubbles added to it and whereas champagne. champagne and Cremant have a second fermentation in the bottle <gasps> sis I how know. did I not know you were so clever I know right just making it up no it's true it's all made up but anyway Cremant if you Cremant. are in a shop and actually Whole Foods has an amazing selection of Cremant really um, I took a Cremant de Loire to a barbecue on a boat the other day and everyone fucking lapped it up it was delicious that's fine I've never heard of it right Cremant 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 my number four, three, four, whatever it is. 77. Is what? my all-time favourite diva. Me. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> yourself. Apart from myself and you. Shelley Bassey. No, uh, you know who my favourite diva Parson. is. Cher. <gasps> Cher. Cher is having the biggest moment because she's in probably one of the biggest films this year, Mamma Mia 2. And she's been in London, and I can't believe I haven't stalked her down yet. I'm really Have you angry with myself. Never met her. Ugh. Never even it's been close cards. to her. It's on the card. I don't know why I didn't go to the premiere the other night. Anyway, she has what? said that she is releasing an album all of ABBA covers. Share oh, doing ABBA covers. Share doing that's, ABBA covers. Um, that's... Firstly, can you get any more camp than that? That is like a new level of camp. It's like level 1A. <laughs> it's like the new level. It's like the Kira Kira of, yes. of like song yes, collaborations. Yes, it is. In, but hang on. So that means for that to happen, ABBA must have allowed it. Of course ABBA allowed it. They love, they, they allow Mamma Mia. But hang on, wait. Just Can we just think about this? ABBA... <laughs> Have, what we're saying is that ABBA have allowed Cher to re-record to re-record ABBA songs. ABBA songs. Cher is allowed to record Cher ABBA songs. Is that is to record ABBA peak, songs. Peak gay camp. Yeah, it's a new level. It's a new level. That's like the only the only thing that could be next is if is Elton if. John was allowed. <laughs> is I it, mean, if Elton John collaborated with Cher singing an ABBA cover. Wearing That's, Bob Mackie. I can't, I can't process this. I know. Anyway, in an interview, I'm reading this again off the Guardian website. After I did Fernando in the film, I thought it would be fun to do an album of ABBA songs. So I did. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? It's not what you think of when you think ABBA because I did it in a very different way. Are you kidding me? So is this an actual album that's coming out? It's an actual album that's coming out. Hi. She's recorded it. She is on top of life at the moment and it's just a time to be living. I have to say, I mean, there's been some... So I'm, I'm really enjoying the Mamma Mia 2 promotion tour. Oh it's very amazing. Lily Colt, James, whatever her name is, looks amazing. There's, a, there's Meryl a hilarious Street. Meryl Streep and Cher. What I love is that someone the other day tweeted a picture of Cher at the premiere and said, I'm loving her. I'm loving her Charles II face. <laughs> <laughs> I found that the funniest oh my God, thing I've ever I saw that too. I think it was more because about her she, wig, wasn't it? She does look like Charles II at her the Her wig was like huge and curly. Cher for Charles II. Oh Very good collaboration. For Charles II, for ABBA. It's amazing. Anyway. Yeah. So Cher, we love you. Love that one. Love it. Um, okay, on to the next one. And it is... Pride. <laughs> oh my god. Pride. One word. Pride. It's like one word. Share. Share. Pride. I mean, it was really good. I love that you followed share with pride. It's literally like hand in hand. Share with pride. Share and pride. And Why pride. Not? A man's walking past it in a weird rough. Right, ask him. <laughs> Why are you wearing a rough? It looks quite Excuse good. Me. No, it does not. Um, it looks... Is it a neck brace? <laughs> what is he doing? God, anyway. Pride! Um, it was so amazing! Yes, it was amazing! And uh, Pride Mum. We might be on opposite sides of this, but. I don't think we are, I know what I you're gonna say. I am, and I'm, I didn't think I would say this, mm. I am quite pro the commercialisation of Pride. I. Because, yes, I know it's brands being opportunist and cashing in on their perception of diversity but I think you also often forget the fact that yes they are doing that and it's very transparent of course but it does raise awareness yeah, on a global it scale a it shines a spotlight when you've got brands like Pret and Tesco and like these humongous yeah, yeah. like global Skittles etc doing these like incredible massive things Yes, I get it. It is commercialisation. It's commercialisation of minorities, whatever. I get it. But it raises awareness. So this is why I was I in two minds. It. Because yes, it's commercialising something that shouldn't be commercialised. But then on the other hand, it's raising awareness. And if done right, it it amp it kind of like amplifies everything. And also, a lot of the collaborations donate money to charities they do. that support LGBTQI they plus. People. So I think and it's a controversial one, but I'm one. for it. But what I'm not for is the brands that do it during Just Pride for the Month. month. And then not nothing else. Like Skittles is, is an exception because they do that white packet now the whole year. Do you know year. who is actually amazing and who does it all year round? Barclays Bank. Do they? Barclays Bloody Bank. Barclays. I mean, I don't bang with them. But I do. They do it. They have and this incredible I think Pride I saw... programme all year round. I'm it's sure amazing. I saw a video of about Barker's video yeah. interviewing someone amazing. in the LGBTQ. Anyway, I'm for it. I'm for it. I am for it. And actually, during Pride, I wore um, some of the collaboration that ASOS did with GLAD, who is that American organisation um, that champions um, and helps the community. Um, and I think 30% of all proceeds go to it. But I think they're going to be selling it all year round now, yeah. which is obviously great. Yeah. But then there are, I think, specifically retailers. 
Yeah. As in clothes retailers. Yeah. Who jump on the bang bandwagon yeah. and just do it yeah. to have a rainbow flag in the window. True, but having said that, there were some really good rainbow flag accessories this year, like the bum bag that Primark <laughs> did, which was, I hated that fact that I loved it, but I loved it, it was amazing, and I'm really jealous I didn't buy one. So we didn't see each other June Pride? No, we didn't, day, because did we? I was busy down, we were, some, we were opposite ends of Soho, I you mean, were like we drunk so Soho, far and then I other. was drunk on Malcolm's So, Street. it was one of my favourite Prides ever. Do you know what, I don't particularly love to go to the actual, to, to actual Soho during Pride, because I don't like crowds, and... Which is exactly why I love it. Which is exactly why you love it. But I, I'm not a fan of that. But this year, do you know what? I said to a friend, I think as we get older, we'll start to go out again during Pride because I kind of feel like it brings on a different meaning. Yeah, it totally does. But when you're young, it's just like, oh, I'm going to go and get drunk and stand oh, on Compton Street yeah, and like, totally. kiss everyone. But, I mean, you do that now still. But I... <laughs> I, exactly, but I do it now as I'm old. Yeah. And that's different. And I like that change. I think we're going to go no, out more it. now doing that. No, it does have more meaning because we're more grown up. You think about different things. Totally. But I do love it. And I think my sister was at Pride in New York, actually. Aww. She lives in New York. Hi, Simon's sister. So she was there. But what I love back. is that Pride, it was actually, for the first time, I really felt like Pride Month. Sorry, there's momentum. a massive truck just driving past. Oh, goodbye. There we go. But I really feel like for the first time, Pride Month was like, it had full momentum, like round the world. Yeah. You felt like it went to Madrid and then it was like New York and then like it was London. It was like everyone was... Oh, so it real. Just was, it was... Places. It was a real... It was a real... It was a real good one. It was a real good one. It was a celebration. Yeah. Anyway. It was a Pride, good day. Pride, there you go. Is that the last one or have I got one more? No, we've got loads more. Have we? Yeah. I think this is my last right. one. Go on then. Um, my last one is telly. Bloody hell. <laughs> and actually, telly. my last one is a telly thing as well. So this is our joint number one. Oh, joint number one. Telly. What what telly do you like? Right. It's not. It's kind of not what I like. It's what's happening because today. Oh my god, telly. Today I saw um, pictures of them filming season two of. Do you say season or series? I say series. Season's very American, isn't it? Totally American. Why well, I think season? I think it's because all the RuPaul, RuPaul's Drag Race are rubbed up. Rubbed no, up that's cycle. I what I actually say is cycle because that's what they say in America. Cycle. <laughs> cycle seven. Cycle twenty five thousand. My America's favorite still. Summer. By the way, sidebar. I thought the other day I saw Antrel from America's Top Model, <laughs> Next Top Model, like know, Cycle I don't, Three. I don't know who that is. She was like a very minor character that went oh, out right. in Night Episode Two. But she was amazing. Right. Auntrell, if you're listening, <laughs> I thought I saw you in <laughs> London. If you're <laughs> listening, I mean, it's probably a one in 3,000 million. Whilst you do yours, I'm going to get a picture of Auntrell from America. I thought you said you were going to tweet her, saying that we're going to I might tweet her. her as well. Um, so, uh, so there's a couple of things that are being filmed. So, um, the season two of Big Little Lies with Reese Witherspoon. I mean, I love it. Um, absolutely amazing. Oh, she's Gorgeous. I do recognise her. Auntrel. Is she Indian? Yeah, she's Indian. She's I thought I saw stunning. her. She's so, gorgeous. Anyway. Um, so yeah, they're filming season two of Big Little Lies, which I, I don't know if you saw uh, it. Well, I saw one episode on a plane obsessed. and I was obsessed. Have you not watched the rest of it? No, because oh, I... what are you doing? Get out of the car now. I just thought get it was out, the most out. incredibly... It is so good. The dilemma they create in the first episode oh my we God. were like... <gasps> it's so good. And um, the second series apparently has Meryl Streep in. Oh, wow. So, I mean, you can't get a better cast. No. Um, they are... No, you also, literally you actually physically can't. No, you can't. You can't. Um, they're also just released pictures of The Crown 2. 
Which I saw. Um, and it's what's her name? Olivia Coleman is the queen. I she love looks Olivia so Coleman. Good. She just looks so good as the queen. I think she's going to be amazing. Um, also on my radar is the fact that RuPaul's Drag Race, Sissy, yeah. has been nominated for twelve. Emmys. Wasn't that other well, one that Emmys. I don't watch as well? Queer Eye, also nominated. Well, that has just blown up. Yeah, I think it was nominated for loads as well. But RuPaul's Drag Race, 12 Emmys, is quite a landmark for that kind of show. It's quite something. I mean, it's, I don't I think a show like that. I've been watching the new series. I've been Only because everyone kept saying, Me, Vanji! And I don't know what it meant, and I get jealous when I don't know what it means. Oh my god, love it. So, okay, that's your number one. My number one is Food Telly. Food telly, specifically Netflix, has gone off the scale. Tell me everything. So, there's an amazing program called Ugly Delicious, which is... I've never seen it. That's so good. It is uh, David Chang, who is like world famous chef from Momofuku, and it's his series. All, it's basically about cultural appropriation in food, and it's really interesting. Oh my god. He asked loads of really interesting questions about like tacos and pizza and like fried chicken and whether it's like a, whether eating fried chicken is political or if you're it's black. It's not a cooking and, show. It is about food culture. It's so interesting. That's interesting. The other show, which is amazing, which is completely about cooking, is basically it's so camp. Martha Bates. Martha Stewart oh baking cakes. God. It's so good! Why have I not seen it's that? It's so good. What's it on Netflix? On Netflix. The other show is Somebody Feed Phil, which is amazing. Which What's is, that? It's that show by Phil Rosenthal, yeah. who used to be the writer of Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh. And he does a show where he goes around the world and just eats in a different city, and it's just, it's just phenomenal. That's amazing. It's amazing. Is it current? Uh, yeah, it's current. It's just come out. season two's literally just come out. So it goes round different country like every episode. Every episode. Oh wow! Like, different incredible. city. So this season different he's city. gone to like New York, Buenos Aires. That's amazing. amazing. I think we need that kind of show. Oh my god! Imagine us doing that. But food and fashion. <gasps> I'm seeing it in my fashion. head now. I'm seeing it in my head. We need to pitch it to someone. But in Antwerp, that's it. We can go to Antwerp every week. We need to pitch We've it. We've never been. Anyway. I'm pitching it. But then the other show is basically it's Munchies on YouTube, which is the Vice. TV program, and they've got a show called The Pizza Show. And what does that do? Talk he about. just goes <laughs> to different cities and eats pizza every episode. I mean, we could do that too. It's amazing. And and the guy's really hot on um, food programs. I mentioned it to you earlier. There's a program on Netflix called Nailed It. Nailed and if you it. haven't seen it, everyone watch it right now because it is the most hysterical thing you'll ever see. They take three non-bakers. And they give them like the most difficult challenge. I love this. And they basically all have to love make this. this challenge. And love. then at the end, they love. reveal they reveal their cha- <laughs> they reveal their challenge. And as that each one reveals it, they go nailed it. And then it's up to the judges. Oh God, cringe! <laughs> but honestly, literally one one week they had. I'm not joking. Like a kid's birthday cake. There was the most elaborate birthday cake you've ever oh, seen. They had a God. shark coming out of water. Like it was absolutely incredible, love and it. they literally looked like absolute dog shite. I love it, but it is I'm so obsessed. funny, so obsessed. funny. Right, so that's telly. Our number one is telly. Actual telly. For somebody who doesn't own a telly, <laughs> somebody who doesn't have a TV license. I mean, I do have a license. <laughs> I don't have a wire that works. I'm not gone to the shop to buy the wire. He doesn't have a license. I do. <laughs> no, he does really. Safe. He does have a license. I license. just don't have that wire. He just doesn't have a wire, whatever that means. <laughs> because the thought of me having to go to the Reed, shop to buy the stupid <laughs> wire, it's not going to happen, is I it? I mean, 
elegant probably sell the wire. Yeah, but I'm not going to ask them, am I? Right. Well, that, my friends, is our episode 18. 18. Our growing up episode, coming of age. Coming of age, in the car. There you go. It's a lovely couple walking past. Mr. and Mrs. Ordinary walking past. Most ordinary, (laughs) literally Mr. and Mrs. Norm. Mr. and Mrs. Mrs. Ordinary. Anyway, on that note, I'm going to. You're going home with your suitcase. I'm going to go home with my suitcase. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.